Real, raw, and unapologetic. I am Annie. And I am Julie. And we are sharing conversations, thoughts, ideas, and practices that illustrate our true selves and how we navigate through this thing called life. We hope to illuminate, enhance, and inspire you to be you without shame, blame, or regret. Authentic and unapologetic. Hello, hello. Hello. So we just got... (laughs) We just got done eating. (laughs) And we like had to finish chewing to start recording, (laughs) which is ironic. But even funnier, we literally just got done gorging ourselves. On tacos. Guacamole and tacos. Yeah. And we don't need to order the large guacamole anymore. Really? (laughs) The look on your face. I know. (laughs) But we left half of it. I feel like that's a waste. That was like two avocados. I think it's only because it had big... I think you would have eaten more if it didn't have big chunks of onion in it today. Because usually we finish it. But it had big chunks of onion, which you don't like. True. I just am not ready to give up the large guac. Okay, okay. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, we... this is why. (laughs) We just got done gorging ourselves on Mexican food. And then... We came home, we were like, is there chocolate? And I, I'm going to tell you, when I go to Trader Joe's, it, there's the aisle, the frozen aisle has all of the treats on the top, and my basket gets filled with them, and I don't even know how, when did I get back? Like a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. yeah. It's been a couple weeks, and somehow these got lost on my kitchen counter, hidden behind something. And so the sea salt and turbinado sugar, dark chocolate almonds... So there good. was a half a container, but now we're sitting here. Yeah, we're so hungry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we were looking here. We were going to just, we're, our episode today is just a flipping through cards and books and whatever. And what's the, oh, here it is. There was a sticky note that I had written. And we may have briefly chatted about this before, but it was eating to feel safe versus eating when it is safe. Tell the story. About the cats. Was it the cats? Yeah. 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 So, I don't even remember. Now. Well, because you, you were watching them and they, you were saying they don't come out, they don't eat anything until they oh. feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. So, when they're, like, stressed over something or whatever and I put you put the food out for them. Right. They're not going to come out to eat until they actually feel safe, right? And when things are calm. Yeah. Right. And when it's all chaotic and shit's going on, they don't want to come out to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it made me, I had this total internal, was it the, I feel like it was a different animal. But regardless, whatever animal, they're not coming out yeah. to eat until it, they're actually safe, right? Um, and I was like, I don't, I, I eat to feel safe. Right. It when is, it's chaotic, I eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is my safety. I eat for many other reasons too, but one of the main reasons is, yeah, to that's a, like my grounding, calming force. Mm-hmm. But it it isn't actually. I don't eat foods that are actually going to ground and calm me. By the way, when I'm chaotic, so it's not a good force for me to use. But I just I find that so interesting mm-hmm. how we as human beings, like an animal, would never do that. Right. 
but we do it. I, I mean, they, they eat. They may overeat because we overfeed them, but they're still not going to eat it unless they feel safe. Right. They're not going right? to be panicked and, yeah. and eat. Because their nervous system, their entire, our bodies allow for it. Theirs don't. Right. And our bodies don't, in some ways, don't allow for it. We digest worse when we're under stress. That's true. You know, our parasympathetic nervous system is nicknamed rest and digest. We digest the best when we're, we're relaxed. Right. We're only, we only have a prefrontal cortex that lets us override that and put shit in our face when we're stressed out. <laughs> but our body prefer to be chill. Yeah. And do it. And most of the time, even when we are eating, if we're... Even if it's not a stress eating, we're still not in the rest and digest mode. Right. We're for sure. eating right. on the go. We're, you know, we're in little mini chaoses. But, right. but that's off the point a little bit because it's about feeling safe or when it's actually safe. Right. right? And I, I don't know. It just trips me out to think like, and I, I think about it a lot, actually. Like, I think about it and then I still... Oh yeah, I understand my stop. problem. <laughs> I understand it, and I just don't change it. Yeah, it's like right, and I don't know how much therapy you have to go through. <laughs> and I want to know. Does I don't the know. I mean, I've been. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Can I have a chocolate on the way out? Because <laughs> uh, I did a good job and I shared a lot, and now I feel safe. Do I though? But that's why I we feel vulnerable. Yeah. So we like when I'm sad. I eat to to feel better. When I'm happy, I eat a celebration. My primary reason for eating is never because I need it to sustain life. <laughs> I'm never primarily eating for do nutrition you, do you or the know sustenance. Why of why that happens? Why how I mean we're we're programmed on how to eat essentially, mm-hmm. right? Because when we are and I'm sure it's happening in utero and whatever too. But we'll just go with once we're actually born. We are shoved a boob or a bottle yep. every time we cry, pretty much. Because nobody knows how to interpret what those cries actually mean. What we're trying to communicate, right? Um, because we, as a society in general... Mm-hmm. Um, don't have that deep connection. Right. Like if you look at indigenous cultures where they carry that baby with them all the time and there there is like this uh, this communication that goes yeah. on that way. And I'm not putting it down. Like we live no, in a no, society where that doesn't point. allow it anymore, yeah. right? Um so it's that's part of the reason, right? So we are shoved we are shoved food to as a as a way to calm and quiet us right. from the moment we are born. We may not be hungry when we're crying, but that is going to be one of the options. And it may work, and it may shut us up, and it may stop the chaos for a moment. Mm-hmm. So we're literally being programmed from the moment we're born to calm our chaos with food. Yeah. Not- and a lot of things revolve around food, too. Like, let's all sit down and have snacks. Let's bring cupcakes on your birthday. You got home, let's have a snack. Like, things are... You got, oh. you got home? It's time for yeah, some. Yeah, but didn't... I don't know how... I mean, our entire lives clearly revolve around food. Like I'm, every, like, eating the crumbs out of the bottom of this chocolate <laughs> almond thing don't eat them while all. you're talking. <laughs> because the crumbs so at the bottom, crunchy. the ones without the almonds yeah. in them, are just a ball of turbinado, turbinado sugar and sea salt and mm-hmm. chocolate. Anyway. And it's not crunchy. It's not crunchy. It's so good. Um... 
But I know, I don't know how it was for you, but I know my growing up is food, our, our days were, went around the meals. Well, we're going to eat at this time and then we reverse engineer the day. Mm. Okay, we're going to, we want to eat at this time, so we're going to do this. Or this is what we're having or this is, and it was not like we should have a balanced meal at eight in the morning so that we can continue on the day in the healthy way. That wasn't it. It was like, do you all want to go for waffles? Oh, yeah, I want to go for waffles. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and we're, I just took this class um, it, for, like, preschool teachers, but it's, like, it, at that, from those early early edu- mm-hmm. early childhood education, not preschool necessarily, because it's from birth until a certain age, um, and how allowing choice and, you know, we, pro- as adults, as parents, as the life givers, whatever, the care providers, you are there to provide the food. Right, right. But you don't need to make them eat if they're not hungry. Oh, making people eat. Clean your yeah. plate. Clean well, your, just even yeah. if it, if they're not hungry, they right. should, you know, it, it's snack time. Mm. Go eat your snack. It's lunchtime. You got to eat your lunch. Mm. Like, the thing is, okay, yes, we are gathering to eat. And then they were saying that one of the big things is like is it to provide, uh, not necessarily just in school, but they were talking about at home too with parents, like to provide a variety of things, you mm-hmm. know, like, like basically deconstructing a meal, mm-hmm. you know, and laying it out so that the child has a choice options mm-hmm. involving them in the process, all this stuff too, when they're able to, um, so that they're choosing to mm. eat rather than being told it's that they have to mm-hmm. eat. And you know what? Like, I know that I ate more. I ate a fistful of these fucking almonds already, let alone the many fistfuls of chips and guacamole and tacos that I just put into my belly. Your belly is like the size of your fist, uh-huh. right? Yep. So think of that in a child. Like, their fists are itty bitty. <laughs> they're itty bitty. And we're telling them to eat an entire plate of food. And they're resisting it because it's not a normal thing. They they do know on an instinctual level that, that they're not that two bites is enough. That that they're not hungry. Right. You know? And we're putting them on a schedule and we are forcing eating and food and all of this. Yeah. And how many times, like when we've, you and I have done it so many times when we're eating together and we've ordered too much food, we both eat it all and then we both go, oh God, I shouldn't have eaten that much. And then we, a week later, we go and we place the same (laughs) order again. Because you're not ready to give up the large guac. I'm not ready to (laughs) give it up. But it is, it goes back to the safety thing though, because I feel better when I sit down Like when I get home and I go, oh, even on a simple, not even a bad day, just like I'm home from work. It's the end of the day. I'm going to, oh, what Mm -hmm. am I going to make for food? And food is the, is the bow on the present of my day. So it makes my day feel good. Right. I like that. (sighs) The bow on the present of your day. (laughs) Right. So that, and I, I, it makes me, so that's a, there's a safety in that. Like we've hunkered down and we have it. And I know that there's, I have a friend that she, she grew up without without much she grew up with they had quite a bit of poverty and stuff and she has to have food to feel 
sick. sick. She's she gets stressed yeah. when her refrigerator starts to get empty. Yeah. yeah. So she needs food around her. My God. What That's just the refrigerator getting empty. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know what that looks like. I don't either. <laughs> Um, because I will fill it with things that I wouldn't even normally, like, I mean, I had so much food last, was it last week was camp? Yeah. Um, and I was like prepared. I'm like, I'm going to buy all this food. I'm going to cook. And then that way I don't have to stress and this, not that it was super stressful in a bad way, but it's work and it's kids and I'm, you know, going for four or five hours and then I'm done Right. I the last thing I w- I do want to eat, right. but the last thing I want to do is prepare it for myself. So, all of that food sat in my fr- I would open the fridge and be like, "There's nothing in here." Yeah. It was f- jam packed, but not with things that I could just shove in my mouth right away. So I ate chips. I went and got burritos. I anything that w- wasn't me preparing it right. right. Um, and then this weekend. I I had to think for a second what day of the week we're on. I was like, I I have to. I don't want to waste that food. Right. So I spent an entire day doing dishes from farm camp, and preparing food. Mm. So I made like a tuna casserole, and I made the hummus dip, and I made the stuff, all the stuff that I had bought to make, prepare. And I was like, okay, <laughs> next time, in order to do that i need to do, do this, this week first. before right. and then i'll have that all ready to just then it'll be there and right. then i then my my nourish and safety needs i'm nourishing my safety needs right right but there are two different you're talking there's two different things there there's the planning and the habit right which are important because to nourish your those to get oh nourishment gosh. um leo the pig is demanding to be let it's in screaming. right now so i don't know if you guys can hear him He's not demanding to be let in. Oh, he's not? He's demanding Cheerios? He's demanding food? <laughs> That's the topic, Leo. It's the topic. But anyway, then the other issue is um, when you have these nice things prepped in the fridge, I know for me, a lot of times, I'll have good, healthy things prepped, but what I want to eat oh. is something shitty. And I will make the trip to get something shitty to eat. When I have... My my safety, my food safety needs are met. My fridge is full mm-hmm. and I'm safe from starvation. And yet my psychological safety needs are not met by the salad in the fridge. And so I will leave my house where I have a fridge full of food to get something that satisfies my emotional safety needs. Mm. And <laughs> emotional <laughs> safety needs. Right? Because there are that's different things. Moving up into the sacral chakra. Oh, okay. So, no, that's fine. No, no, no good. I'm, I'm thinking saying, about that. Yeah. yeah so so root, root chakra and sacral, is um, I have enough food to survive. And then sacral the chakra yeah. is the survival. So I have enough food that I won't waste away, which is not a concern. It's never happened. Right. But then, so then you're saying the next chakra up, sacral chakra, is your, the emotional you know, needs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting, though. Like, what am I emotional safety? I don't think I've ever really thought of it that way. But isn't that kind of I've this thought of it as of like question? Squelching out emotions and squashing down emotions, but not I'm um, fulfilling emotional safety needs. 
But isn't squashing down emotions making you feel safe again because the emotions are squashed yeah, under a burrito? I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Smothered in <laughs> smothered in sauce. I'm covering my emotions with guacamole. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it is. It's, it's the same thing. I've just never thought of yeah, it in yeah. those words, and I I feel like that's a. I'm gonna celebrate with an almond. <laughs> it's gonna be crunchy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I. I don't know. Emotional, my emotional safety needs are met. I don't know if they're ever met. I don't even know what I'm squashing down anymore, to be honest. It's been buried in food for so long that sometimes when it starts to surface, um, it doesn't make any sense anymore. But that's a whole different... Yeah, but I think it's a good... I think it's a really good point because I'm choking on an almond. But um, when I... My... I don't even know how to articulate it, but going back to that seeing food that will nourish my body but feeling that it won't nourish my mind in that moment is I feel like sometimes depending on how much stress I have or how much emotions I'm trying to squash I cannot convince myself to eat the nourishment I have to pursue the taste my mind wants and there's something interesting and we we both are the same in this like it can be so overwhelming that we don't even know why. We just know that it's it's not going to be the salad. It's going to be the salt and vinegar chips yeah. at the store. And I don't know why anymore. I just, for me, it's salt and vinegar chips. I just got excited about that. Right? But I, I, I agree with you. I don't necessarily know anymore. I just know I want, and I'm stomping my foot like a child. I want something different. Yeah. I wonder, I would love to meet or hear from someone who actually eats just to nourish themselves. My friend does. My friend. Who, do you know people like this? Podcast, yeah. Really? Yes. She, we should have her on sometime. We should have her on. I'll ask her. Um, but she eats for And is it like sustenance. a conscious effort? She doesn't care about food, so she, she's like, I can just eat the same thing every night. I just pick a healthy meal. She'll make chicken and rice every night, right? She's just like, I just pick a healthy meal, and I can just cook it every night because just, I just need to eat to fill up my stomach so I can work out. And I don't understand that whole sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my jaw is like dropped down to the tail. That's a, wow. She can eat the same thing every night. She's always been, I've known her basically my whole life. She's always been that way. She can just... She eats for health. I feel like when she was born, she must have not been forced to bottle or something, you know? Yes. Like, how... I know her mom. That's probably true. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so they had a... That's where I think it all really stems from, it, initially. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then there's many things that pile upon scaffold with it that make it even more challenging. Yeah. Um... And then I don't know how I emotionally ate as a child because it's not like I had free access to all the cookies and shit. You just told me a story My, about how your mom left out bowls of chocolate. Oh, well, that was when I was older. Oh, but still. When she could demean me for eating it and still have it out there and be like, why can't you control yourself? Oh, God. Um, That's the worst. But, yeah, no, because we didn't even have stuff like that. Ooh, I mean, we would go get it at my aunt's down yep. the street, but we didn't even have stuff like that in our house when we were little. 
So maybe that's part of the reason why. Maybe that's part of it. <laughs> um, we had the. It was f- never like modeled for me. I think about this because I used to babysit these kids, and they at dinner time they would have. <laughs> from the chocolate peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's. Oh. And they would be like, oh, can we have a chocolate? And their mom would be like, yeah, go, you can have one. And they would have one of them. I and know. those are little peanut well, butter cups. Yeah, I don't get and that. And I get for like a kid, it might be a little big, but they would just be like, okay with one mini chocolate peanut butter cup. And I don't even no, know no, no, as a that. child that I would have been okay with that. No. You were so, saying something the other day that's related to this where, I forget what we're talking about, but we're talking about that we can't buy a bag of something and then use willpower to get through the bag slowly. We have to buy individual servings of things, like a yogurt. You are talking about yogurt, right? Mm. Like, I have to buy a yogurt, and then that yogurt has to be single serving. If it was like a container of yogurt, I would just keep eating out of it. Mm-hmm. And that is such a weird thing, like... People that, just the peanut butter cup that you're talking about, are people that, like, say, no, I'm full. <laughs> oh, okay. You're just yeah. done eating. Or I'm just going to have a couple chips or something like that. But I don't know I don't know where it comes from. But I was growing up with, I, I grew up with free feeding. I don't know if you did, but there was always food. Like, we could always just go into the pantry and graze. So I wasn't really taught limits on like, I wasn't taught limits and it was always, eating was always fun or a fix it or it was always related Mm -hmm. to emotions. Eating was always related to emotions and never to nourishment. Yeah. Do you, have you gone through a time in your life when you've eaten quite well and noticed that you felt significantly better? No. I've done it. I've a never I've dieted a lot, but I've never eaten well. Let's put it. I think yeah, there's a big totally difference. different. Totally different. I, you know, like I've been like, yeah. I I want to say even even when I was like Weight Watcher crazy, mm-hmm. that's not eating well, right? Because right. they're giving you here's chocolate bars for two points, right? So, and how I mean does, that's how does not that help us with if we're trying not to obsess about food. It and doesn't. I was so something. obsessed, so obsessed because you have to fucking track everything. Everything. Ugh. Yeah, everything. Know. And it didn't make me. It, it's not. I mean, I clearly need more therapy. So. I do because I was just thinking that I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I still don't fucking know. We're, I like um, know less than we did at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> I'm seriously I'm like, like oh, what am I shit. uncovering? I don't know even how to say. Usually we can go. This is my why. Yeah. But on this one, I don't have a why. I'm aware of the problem. I'm aware of the habit. I'm aware of the habit in the moment I'm doing the habit. Yeah. I didn't used to be that way, though. I didn't either. So. I didn't either. I feel like I have come a long way. We should have cake and celebrate. (laughs) We should. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, is that the same thing as when people... No, we're sticking to food. Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've ever... Not to say I don't eat a meal or <laughs> indulge in things. I'm like, have I eaten meals that are eating well? Yes, I have. Yeah. And not on a regular basis, though. No, no. You know? Yeah. So I do know that when I, when certain things are not going into my body, I feel amazing. 
that's what I that's what I'm getting at. And I you know? I will say that when I've gone through phases where I've predominantly eaten well, I my body feels better. So why I can't hang on to that has always amazed me because I know we were just talking about alcohol at lunch, right? Yeah. I have been drinking, basically haven't been drinking at all for a few months now. And I had some alcohol last week and really felt bad and then kept doing it for a couple of days and knew I would feel bad, but kept doing it and was like, I have the data, but I'm choosing to go against the data. And that's what I've done with eating well in the past. My body feels so good. And I don't know why that's not enough. I don't know why the emotional safety needs yeah. outweigh the body needs. We're both just looking like at each other right now. <laughs> research deeper into this. And we both need to get into therapy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so there I've are um been in it for this. Three almonds left. Okay. Okay. So if you guys, <laughs> if, um, okay, I think we'll have my friend on who. Oh my God. Yes. I would, I, we, I could talk about this forever until I, I uncover yeah. more. So, but if there's anybody else out there that like feels differently than we do or has insight, it'd be interesting to, because yeah. Julie and I are or on wants the same to offer page up about some this. Discounted therapy sessions for me. <laughs> yes. Anything like that, you know? Yeah. Alternative therapy because talking about it doesn't do it. No, that's for sure. I mean, we could talk about it forever. Right. I am fully aware now, but I have to. I need like, like reprogramming. Yes, therapies, which I that's what I've done before, but this, I've only like but did it skimmed. The, yeah. No, <laughs> not fully, but I've skimmed. Let's say that I've peeled back layers, mm-hmm. so it had it worked in the sense that now I'm fully aware of when I'm emotionally eating, when I'm like really stress eating, mm-hmm. like and choosing to still do it. And I'm fully aware of how it, it's making me feel and what's mm-hmm. happening and stuff like that, where I wasn't before it was completely unconscious. So tell me what happens in the moment, in the moment. I'm trying to think of it for myself too, but you, you go to eat these almonds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or something shitty, whatever, it doesn't matter. And you know, I'm not hungry, and I'm eating this to feel safe. I should just put the lid back on this and not eat them because I'm not hungry. What happens in that moment for you that makes you still eat the almonds? I'm not in, it's not me in control. Even though you're intellectually, you're naming it in the moment? Yeah. I know, I get it. I, I mean, I honestly, like, I used to, like suddenly be at 7-Eleven with a pint of ice cream in my hand and be like, what the fuck brought me here? There's something else driving this force. Now I want to go to 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now, I, I'll just use that as an example, right? Now I can be like, and I may not be able to identify what the stressor is in yeah. the moment, but... Oh, I really want ice cream. I really want ice cream. I really want... I don't want... There's no need for it at all, right? right. And I might not even be able to be like, oh, gosh, I'm stressed because I just got done doing all this work or whatever. I want ice cream. I just want ice cream. And I am aware of those thoughts now. And I'm aware that, like, it's going to happen because... And I'm aware that I'm getting the keys and getting in the car and driving and doing all the things and getting the ice cream... And coming back, and 
I, I'm aware of all the steps now. Whereas before, like I said, I honestly would be like, nope, nope, you don't need ice cream. You don't need ice cream. You don't need ice cream. And then all of a sudden, it was like a blackout. And I would be there with ice cream in my hand. Like, how the fuck? So maybe we're possessed. I, <laughs> it's not a joke. No, it, no Literally, joke. I might be. I've had um, moments where I've said to myself where I've opened a box of cookies or something. Uh-huh. And I have said, I'm going to have one or two. And I then later, I'm like, I only had one or two. And I look at the box and there's nine gone. And I'm like, I would have bet money I ate two. Yeah. But I'm the only one here and half the box is gone. And yep. that, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's that unconscious eating. Yeah. Um, but and enough how, that can get like, you to the store. I, I'm going to, uh, what's the... Is it Sybil? The multiple personalities? (laughs) I think I have multiple personalities. Maybe not that extreme. (laughs) No, but... (laughs) Um, But I think I have multiple personality. You know, like a layer of me comes out that really wants this and, like, shuts the other one down. Yeah. The conscious reasoning, whatever. Like, and, and I don't know, maybe my conscious reasoning isn't doing the right things yet. Mm. Isn't reasoning in the right way. To make me feel safe so that I don't need to eat. Right? And maybe that's... Maybe because I'm like, oh, no, you don't need that. Oh, no, cookies aren't it. Oh, no, you don't need ice cream. That's not the way to... Re- that didn't, that's not has the way never to reason. worked with And you just else. said the answer, I think, to the original question, which we haven't even talked about. We said the original question, and then you just hit on the answer is... We're trying to reason ourselves out of the chocolate chip cookie or into the chocolate chip cookie. We're not talking about telling our body our body's safe oh my god right we're both like how do we not eat the ice cream but how are we not having a conversation and telling ourselves you are safe you are safe (laughs) if there was if there was visual on this i think both of us might start crying But we're probably we in our own therapy session. I think session. we did have our own therapy yes. session. But I'm like, we oh, wait. A breakthrough. the conversation is you don't need the chocolate, but the conversation needs to be You're safe. You're safe. Um uh. What I I was just in the other room meditating and one of the things I had this session earlier in the in the year. I can't believe it's fucking April and I can say earlier this year. Right. Um, anyway, I had this like energy healing, whatever session. And the woman came back to me at the end and said, um, it was a whole bunch of other stuff, but she was like, and you're not doing this and you're not showing up like you should for this. And no, no, you're holding back on this. And she's like, and the number one thing I need you to do is write sticky notes and put them all over your house and say, I am safe all over your house. It's only oh. in that room on a little piece of paper. Put it on the fridge. Safe. I need to put it everywhere. I need to fucking write it in Sharpie on my counter or something. Like I think we got more confused and now we're less confused. <laughs> I do think we came full circle on this. We might have. So yeah, so now <laughs> the key is how do we remember to... I'm going to put sticky notes everywhere. Do you want to, do you want to almond? No. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is that the last, last almond? One. Oh, we're each last having one. the last almond. So we and haven't so changed how our about this? How about this though? What if the next step is that you're recognizing you're, you're doing it and as, no, because then as you're eating and mm-hmm. saying, I am safe, you're mm-hmm. reinforcing it, right? No. 
So we need to have an I am safe moment before you even get to that eating part. So we need to have safe words for our food. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean. Oh God. <laughs> okay. I need Should we a pull a card? My food. Should we pull a card about our yeah, food? Yeah, pull a card. Okay. I'm going to pull a card. Damn. That's some good shit. Our own safe words with ourselves. <laughs> No, mine is friendship, which I think is actually perfect since you and I like definitely relate on this. And we're just, I am deeply grateful for the gift of friends. My appreciation for them is endless. And she's holding oh my God. a bowl of Stop peppers it, that are going to become enchilada sauce. <laughs> and so I just want you to know that this picture is friends with food. Oh, God. <laughs> but look at What's how safe the they feel. Do, look at that, though. They do feel safe. And what the food that they're eating are peppers, which are actually healthy. And lemon. What else? What else is in their hands? There's a lemon. There's looks like a sprig of herb of some type and a bird. Um, yep. What's the so, number? Friendship. 19. I send blessings and appreciation for the gift of friendship to all those people who have been there for me, for the low-key, constant, reliable, beautifully ordinary presence each one shares with me. Wait, this is what we need to do to the food we've eaten. I was just about to say that I was going to be to say, I'm looking for safety in my food instead of the feeling yeah, that friendship right? should give me. These friends oh. are part of the loving fabric that is woven into the essence of my being. I carry them in my heart with love. It's fucking ants. They're oh. everywhere. <laughs> Anyway, um, I give the thanks for the strengths and gifts friends bring to my life. Their wise words and integrity, their compassion, their quirky humor, and their love. I am deeply grateful for the gift of friends. My appreciation for them is endless. Wow. That's a good, good right. one. So. That's a goodie. Yeah. And you, you were un, like, I've had, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but people unfriending you, like in yeah. real life, like yeah. not just click the unfriend button. Oh, let's talk about that in another, but anyway, yeah. what were you going to say? But that's um, a good topic. <clears throat> but I need to, to unfriend, unfriend food, food and refriend people. <laughs> well, you know, one of the problems with food is like, oh if, you're, if you're getting over a different addiction, right? Mm -hmm. If you're getting over cocaine, you don't need cocaine to live. Mm -hmm. You have to have food. So we can't just unfriend food. We need food. So we can't just unfriend food, but we have to have boundaries with food. It's like those friends that are kind of toxic. And so we keep them at a distance and we renegotiate our boundaries with them where I like all of the food, all of the friends, mm. rather than setting my boundaries and saying, this version of you is toxic for me. Oh my God. Right. And I'm safe with this version. <laughs> so the friendship. I'm having some deep... With this. Yeah. Um, but having so true though, right? With, yeah, like it kind of is a little bit like we talked about with money in another episode is I need to make friends and create a deep relationship with mm. nourishing foods. And I need to break off my connections with unnourishing foods. And I need to look into the cells of my body and say, what do my cells need? Not what does my what do my emotions need, but what are the friends for my cells? What oh my are the God. things that nourish my right? cells? Right? We need, I think we just wait too long to eat instead of we need it to be more ceremonial like that. I have never waited too long to eat. 
Well, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I don't know where that. I re- let me rephrase that. I think that we rush into oh, eating. Okay, fine. <laughs> That's a good point. As opposed to making it more ceremonial like that. Even like if we go to the restaurant, I right. mean, we can be ceremonial about it. And instead we're like, give it all, give it, bring it all now. You know, there's just what Our we did. Our biggest frustration like, is why where's... they don't start with two baskets of chips. <laughs> Where's the basket of chips and the guac? You should know I want the guacamole now. Yeah, like. and we've said it. We've said to each other, they should know us well enough to know that they should have two baskets of mm-hmm. chips ready for us when we get there. That's rushing into food. You're right. Yeah. We Why could also go there and like, not have chips. How about we don't even need to look at the menu right now. We're going to have a moment before we start. We're going to celebrate gonna... friendship mm-hmm. and pepper. Those are healthy peppers are we, in this picture. Are we... T- Okay. We should do this, like, for real. I agree. <laughs> but you don't want to? I No, no, no. I agree, but I'm imagining what I fast-forwarded to is that you and I vibe on the same thing. So we either need to not go to restaurants. <laughs> like, when you came to my house and I made that um, bibimbap, that was healthy. Like, we could have, we could say, we're not going to restaurants anymore. We're eating at our houses. You made that bowl a while ago with the salmon and Mm -hmm. the broccoli. That was delicious. Like, maybe you and I aren't able to go to restaurants for a while Mm. while we're renegotiating. Because my favorite lover is at that restaurant, guacamole. Oh, my God. And so I'm going to, you want me to go to the restaurant where my best lover is and be like, no. Good point. I don't want to see that lover. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. But at my house, <laughs> he's not there. And so, <laughs> oh, um, that's so funny. But it would be, I'm just fast forwarding. Yeah. I'm like, should we just say, we're not going to go out to eat. We're going to go to one of our houses. And that person, you, see, it's easier to do it for other people. Mm-hmm. You, as a friend to me, am going to make a healthy meal. And me, as a friend to you, I'm going to make a healthy meal. And we'll both enjoy it. Oh, my God. Let's do it. Let's do it. Did we just make a commitment on a podcast oh that other people are going to ask I don't about? I know. We're going to have to update people. That's why I pulled this card. I know. Because if we can't figure it out for ourselves, we can figure it out for each other. No restaurants. Totally. Healthy well, food for each other. I know I mean, you're having the same resistance. <laughs> I don't want to say, I like, am. no restaurants. No restaurants. But when no, okay, we but eat together. I get it. Okay. Yes. Yes. We could have restaurants, but we could... Are we def- when we're gonna get together? We default to going to the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Our default could be whose house we're going to. Okay. How about that? Gotcha. And on occasion, we go to the restaurant. I like this. I like that. I wish everybody could see that we're both struggling <laughs> with what the other person is saying. Like we intellectually agree, but we both what was like the don't resistance like it. of don't tell me not. It's a don't uh, don't tell me I what know. to do right, and especially don't tell me what not to do because then I really want to do it. Um, but it's not, you're not telling me what to do. It's a, we're coming up with a plan to befriend our bodies. But our plan feels, I've just realized what I saw in your face and what I felt in mine. This plan to us feels unsafe. And why is that? Why does it feel unsafe to not go to a restaurant and shovel food down my throat? I don't know. I don't have the answer. <laughs> See, that's what we'll have to get to okay, as we're okay. sitting, eating. Okay. At home. <laughs> All right. We're not going to get to the bottom of this on yeah. this episode. No, no, no. We're not. So. 
We're dead. We will definitely update you on this. <laughs> I do feel like we had such a good breakthrough, though. We did have a good breakthrough. I mean, that was like... But honestly, if anyone wants input or wants to rejoin on a conversation of this, I would love to do that. Yeah. And especially anyone who does not have an issue like this. Yeah, we'll get we Tiffany on the have. next one. Or on one of ours, yeah. And if anybody has any therapy they want to share up. Yeah, please do. <laughs> They're altern- I, I want to call them alternative therapy, but it's not really alternative. It's no. shit that works. So should we take a snack break and then record another <laughs> one? Yeah. Okay. All right. See you next time. Adios. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on our socials, I am on Instagram only, Annie, and my handle is Eclectic Tomato, E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C, Tomato. 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 And I am on Instagram as Yoga Sound Bliss. I don't think I need to spell that out. Um, and then I am on Facebook at Julie Johnston. That is with a T. J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N. Um, I am not the famous soccer player. So if you find what? her account, do you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> if you Google Julie Johnston, a famous soccer player oh, comes up. Okay. It's not me. Also, um, we want you to subscribe. Yes, so please subscribe um, on uh, we're on it, Spotify, it, yeah. whatever whatever you're listening to, subscribe to us, and then we are calling in some five star reviews. So if you feel like this is five star material and you would like to leave a review, please do so because that helps us be um, available to more people. Um, but we only want five stars, so if you're not feeling five stars, just message us and let us know what we're doing that doesn't please you. We're or not keep it to yourself. Right. Just kidding. We do care, but we don't. Right. <laughs> and also, um, you could share us with your friends. Yes. Yes. If this is something that really resonated and you're like, this friend needs to hear it too, share it with them. That's right. All right. Peace out.